lit like a bitch. Shoot, never miss. Got Versace on my neck, got Versace on my wrist, and I'm flexing on your mom. I pull Henny on your bitch, and she claims she not a thought, but she lick Henny off my dick. Yo, money on my mind, I get back to the bread. Posted up, I'm still in the trap with the lead. They don't wanna see you come so they rat to the fence. For that, you get a strap to the back of your head. Got shots for everybody, you're passing the care. You don't wanna probably, you'd rather be dabbing instead. Michael Jackson thriller, when it come to spitters, I don't need no glove with glitter. Extra zippers, Louis on my slippers, moonwalking with you. Get the picture, I'm a heavy hitter, nigga. This is saying in the evil scripture, I can snap and bring this rap back from the dead. It's black magic the way I cast it with this rap shit. I cast in from the back and I need a casket. How I'm killing these average whack niggas with classics. I'm a beast with this fashion. Yeah, 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 you like me now. Niggas still in flows, biting styles. My flow's dope, where's Bobby Brown? Somebody need to sign him now. I'm the type to dig a knock him down. You the type to cuff him, lock him down. Little pictures in your locket now. Man, you niggas need to stop it, clown. I'm two chains with my top off and I'm getting it while I'm riding around. Yeah, I'm a villain without no feelings. I'm really about to kill him and murder these niggas. Acting like this building is really no competition to work with ammunition. I got the clip and I toss another clip and get back to business. I'm willing, I'm ready, I'm with it. You wanna come get it? I'm a minute, been doing this shit for a minute, I'm in it. Hottest niggas spitting these bars, who are you kidding? I'm the dopest nigga out of my city, don't you forget it. It's a king of the building, you better be kneeling. Told you I was the king of the city, who telling me different niggas think they better than me. What the hell is this nigga? You got to be tripping, I'm on a mission and I'm gunning for the greats. I'm a monster, son, you got a face. Yeah, nigga, I done put you in your place. Put you in your place. Put you in your place. Hey guys, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash the cook and the gooch. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, your Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Now, on to our show. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cousin Face. The country is Cousin Face to this bullshit. Goodness gracious, girl. Oh, my Woo. gosh. <laughs> What's up? Oh my gosh. Hey girl, hey. <laughs> Hi. How you doing? Or oh, whatever. I'm real good. I'm yes. <sighs> yes. Oh yes. I am light as a feather, as they say. This is a bullet. <sighs> oh Lord. What <laughs> <It would> happened? <laughs> Don't call him no more. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> he said, like, if people really make fun of me when I'm on my cell phone, they'd be like, oh, my God, you have a house phone? I'm like, yes, I'm an adult. Yeah, that is, I don't know anyone besides, like, senior citizens who have house phones, but that's just me. <laughs> I, I know people with house phones. I need a house phone, like, because if something happens, I have a phone. I can plug into the um, phone jack. Yeah. And if I'm in power, girl, I can still make a call. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> I just can't see paying an extra $10 on my bill a month for a phone. I just can't see it. I know. I, listen, I had to get a house phone because it's hooked up to my security alarm, and that's how old my security system is because now everyone's gotcha. security system is hooked up to their damn cell phone. But I was like, yeah. no. Uh-uh. I was about to say, my parents just upgraded theirs. So, <laughs> Girl, I'm still analog in this piece. I ain't sorry. I ain't sorry. We're an analog crazy. girl in a digital world. That's all right. Listen, you better know it. <laughs> Turn up. So who got- what? Um, 
Nobody, but let me. Okay, so nothing bad has happened. It's just been like so. Yesterday, my supervisor um, had a breakdown at work. Oh. <laughs> and he, this is the nigga that don't down, know down. nothing. This is the nigga that don't know nothing. Now let oh. me tell you. So we have this issue with um, we have to send out these letters to all of our like um, people that we do business. For I can't really mm-hmm. tell y'all what it's for. I'm talking in code. So we have to send out okay. all these letters. So the first time, mind you, some of the letters we send to a print vendor to have them do it, and then some of the letters we do in-house. So for this particular mm-hmm. client, we did the letters in-house. So mm-hmm. they just they've been fucking it up the entire time. And every time they ask me to do something, I'd be like, No, nah, I'm not. I'm not fucking with them letters. Y'all need to hire a professional because clearly y'all can't get it. So the first time they did it. And I think I told y'all about this last week where my manager, like, went off in a meeting. Did I tell you? No. Oh, my God. Let me backtrack. So last, was it this Monday, actually? it was. That's why I haven't told y'all. It was this Monday. So this mm-hmm. Monday, we have our our weekly meeting, and we go, we go in this meeting. We talk about our up-and-coming projects, what's going on with them, what do we need help with, blah, blah, blah. So we come in, the, we go into our usual meeting, and then the manager comes in. She never comes in. And mind you, she don't know shit anyway. So she comes in. They have fucked up these letters, so she wants to talk about these letters. So we're like, mm-hmm. she wants to know why they were fucked up. So I'm I'm sitting there like, well, the person who actually messed them up, like, they wrote a detailed email about what happened. Like, they fully explained it. And so she's like, well, I'm too busy to read my emails. So what oh, happened? No. So I'm no, like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> that that doesn't fly with us, so that can't fly with you. Like, you need to read your emails. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, well, you know what? I don't do letters, so I'm going to be quiet. This don't have shit to do with me. So they're in there talking or whatever, and, you know, she's asking questions. So my friend that works with me, she's on my team, and she's she was like, when you guys do your letters, you need to open up your procedures. So I was like, wait a minute. Got to chime in you all don't train us with procedures, so you can't expect us to use procedures that we know nothing about. So sure. she's like, well, how did you learn to do these? And we're like, not with procedures. That's not how we were taught. So she goes okay. to ask a question to the person who was assigned to do the letters, and my friend speaks up, and she's like, that's not how we do it. She turns to her. She yells, and she says, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to her. So I was like, oh, bitch. So I'm looking at my friend, and I'm like, bitch, what you about to do? <laughs> like we, at this point, we're making eye contact, and she's shaking now because she's pissed. And I, all I see in her head, I'm like, she, she's thinking about walking out right now. She's really thinking about mm-hmm. walking out. So she takes mm-hmm. off her coat because now she's hot. So she takes off her coat and she's just sitting there rocking. And I'm like, Lord, Ooh. please don't let this blow up. So then Not the team that I'm lead, about to go off rocking side yes. to side. Girl. Yes, oh. like shaking her leg. Like, you, we've all been there. So she's, Ooh. like, shaking her leg and pissed. And so mm-hmm. the team lead chimes in and she's like, well, you guys need to come up with such and such and such, such. And I was like, hey, you. Maybe you aren't the best person to speak on this right now because you have never done this process. And so she's like, well, that doesn't mean I can't offer advice. I'm like, well, 
kind of technically you can't offer it, right, <laughs> because you've never done it. So then our other team comes in because we meet with the data team, too. They come in, and they're like, oh, my God, the tension in here is ridiculous. So after the meeting's over, my friend bolts out the room because she's pissed. So I run after her, and she's like, I just need time. I just need time. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to holler at you mm-hmm. when you get back. So I text her, and I'm like, listen, don't let that shit stress you. Come back to work. So she comes back in, and she's still pissed. So I'm like, listen, don't don't let her get to you go to HR, go right now. Mm-hmm. So she goes to HR, mm-hmm. she talks to them. And I said, call me in there as a witness. So the white girl comes in, the new white girl, she comes in, she's like, oh my God, I was so uncomfortable in that meeting. I don't know what to do. So we're like, mm-hmm. go to HR. That's that's your, that's the solution. Go to HR. Mm-hmm. Be a fucking ally. This is how you do it. Go to HR. Mm-hmm. So HR calls us down. <laughs> HR calls us down, and and the lady's like, the HR lady, she's like, what's going on? What happened? So I'm explaining this, it to her, and she was like, can you? She was like, can you demonstrate how she did it? So I do it, and she busts out laughing, and she was like, I am so sorry to be laughing, <laughs> but it is so funny. <laughs> Your demonstration is so funny. So I was like, so then since I'm in there, I'm like, you know what, girl? Like, um, I was here like last month and I put in a complaint and I haven't heard a follow up yet. And she's like, oh, you did? I was like, yeah, nothing happened. Like we were told that our SVP was going to handle it and nothing has happened. So she was like, oh, oh, this is not okay. So then she says, well, did anything else happen? So I was like, this is the next day. I can't tell a story correctly, but this is the next day that we're in HR. So I was like, yeah, as a matter of fact, something else did happen. This morning when I come to work, I walk into the the cafeteria and I see our supervisor and my friend talking. And it once I walked in, it ended and she comes to me and she tells me that he told her she needs to watch how she speaks to the manager. And she said, Ooh. what? I said, yeah, he told her that she need to watch how she speak to somebody who disrespected her. And so she was like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. back up. They were in the cafeteria? And I said, yep, they were in the cafeteria. She said, mm-hmm. does he do this often? I said, well, he's the type, he will have a meeting wherever he can find it. I said, and he's even had an interview in the cafeteria. Oh. <laughs> she said, what? I said, yeah. She said, that's not okay. I was like, yeah, I didn't think so either. <laughs> like at this point, I'm just telling everything. Like I'm, I'm just telling on everybody. And so mm-hmm. we had that issue. And so then on yesterday, they're still working on these letters and can't get this shit together at all. Like they think they have it fixed, and then something else happens. So I keep telling them, like, go find a professional to handle this because y'all can't do it. So this nigga walks into the office yesterday. And we're like, what's up? What's up? Such and such. Like, how are you doing today? He's like, I've had it. I'm done. I'm about to walk out. And I'm like, hold on now. What's wrong? (laughs) This is a supervisor, mind you. He's like, I'm I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of this shit. These fucking letters. And I'm like, like, go off. Go off. Day. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if you say 
administrative packet one more time to read. I'm not going to kiss it or kill it. Good Lord. And awesome. that kind of, and that something else I was all week I was like, Don't come over to my cubicle talking mm-hmm. about them punk ass letters. I, I don't, don't want to talk about it. Don't I come don't over it. here. Yes, I'm not doing it. Don't he went off. He was like, I mean it. I will, I will fucking walk out. I will walk out of here. And I'm like, go off. Go off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I would I, I was like, I would totally understand. I get it. <laughs> um, girl, talking about that stuff, my boss, she's going to say to me, well, maybe you can process a couple just to see how it's done. I said, no. Mm-mm. I'm not Mm-mm. a girl. I was, and that's when I was like, I was about to unleash all hell in that office. I, oh, God, I was done. I was so done. I was so pissed. I understand. It's like you have these little processes. Mm-hmm. That they just don't, they don't think through, they don't plan it well, or no. it's just not efficient and it needs to change. And so everybody right. figuring out how it needs to change. Everybody keeps passing the buck down the road. Yep. Or yep. they just try to, you know, do so. It's it's just it's too much. It's a it's mess. And then when you have people who don't, <clears throat> you have people who know what they're doing and they know the process, but you have people managing the process who don't know what they're doing, and it just makes mm-hmm. everything just murky as fuck. Like I had an issue with one of my clients and um so I'm emailing everybody I'm supposed to and I got so I had a question I was like do we have a contract do we have this do we have that like y'all want me to start working on this project but I need to know all of this before I start working so I sent the email I got my response back from the people I needed my punk ass manager emails sees my email my original email and says hey to the to the people I had already sent and received information from, hey, can we get this following information? So I emailed her like I already got this, so I'm like pissed off because I'm like she's emailing and she don't know what the fuck is going on and she's just making again making us look bad. So I was like I'm missing I was missing something. So my supervisor was like, oh, I'll email them and get it. I was like, no, don't mm-hmm. do that. I don't need anybody else emailing. I need y'all to step back and let me handle this. Just let right, me do let me it. Because it y'all, right, y'all fucking shit up. So he was like, Not I get it, I understand. If she sees that email and doesn't read the response like she got the the, the justification for it not going out properly in the first place. If something happens, she's going to go right back, say something stupid mm-hmm. out of her mouth, and then they're going to be pissed off, and then it's going to be harder for you to get information out of that. Exactly. And that was my problem with my very first client was that the client had been asking for all this shit, and when I go and I go and talk to him, he's pissed off because it wasn't fulfilled. His requests weren't fulfilled. I'm asking mm-hmm. questions that he's already answered. And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. this this makes us look stupid. I'm not doing this. Like, I'm I'm just not. But he was satisfied with my, with my work, so I'm good because he was like, thank you so much for all the hard work you did on this project. So... I'm, at least he's happy, so that's all that matters. But I'm, they just they make us look stupid as fuck. Mm, mm, mm. It's just it, you be so, girl. <laughs> I have stories, but I can't. I'm I'm keeping my pressure down this weekend. I'm, I want to eat salt and vinegar chips, so I can't have my pressure up and eat salt and vinegar chips. But right, I had a moment yesterday. I got two people got me fucked up yesterday. <laughs> Oh Lord! <laughs> one at work and one on Facebook, child. Oh so, Lord! 
we have this contract at work, and anyone knows a contract is a legal binding agreement between two parties. So um, this one lady kept saying that she had a full-time marketing analyst for her program. I'm the marketing task lead for my office. So if anybody wants marketing services, they can come to the contract that I'm responsible for, and they can put a statement of work in to request services, and they can get it. Yes for the SOW. Okay. So first and foremost, it was all fucked up because this one man wanted to use our marketing task, and he gave me this flimsy email, and I was like, sir, if you have a work that you need to be doing, I said, first and foremost, you need to write a statement of work and Mm -hmm. an independent government cost estimate. And no, I ain't doing it. You write that with me, and I'll make sure it gets processed. Right. He didn't know what to do. So everybody kept saying, like, oh, no, you just need an email. Just it can be done with the email. Once again, white people does bend the rules and do right. what the fuck they want to do. And, you just be and then when it gets fucked up, they be looking at you like, why would you let this happen? And so now that I'm responsible, because I wasn't the person, I'm taking this contract over for someone else because he's okay. busy quote, unquote, do this stuff. So I was like, well, if you did this with him, you ain't doing it with me. I don't care what he lets you do. Right. I don't care what these white folks says you could do. My black ass ain't having it because I'm right. not going to the OIG. I'm not going to be sitting in front of Congress, in front of the microphones, talking about, oh, well, <laughs> what's like, no. <laughs> the bullshit. So I kept telling him, you need to write your statement of work, put together a budget for how much you think it's going to cost and what you need, and we go from there. Right. That was like a whole six-month dramatic process. He complained and complained and complained. And I was like, listen, I told my boss, I was like, look. She was like, well, I think it's okay if, you know, you do. I was like, no, it's not okay. Mm -mm. Because I have, I'm also the owner, so I run the database, the website, and our, mm-hmm. our um, CMS system, I've got the interface with downtown and troubleshoot with my team. I do other marketing tasks or stuff as well as any strategic implementation implementation and planning in this office. I don't have the time to write a statement of work for somebody who's coming from planning and environment. I don't have a community planning degree. I don't know mm-hmm. what the hell it is. No, I'm not writing it. Hell no. Right. That if he wants to write. Girl. He needs to know what the fuck he wants. And I was like, right. I can, you know, advise people. I sent him to the acquisition SharePoint site. I was like, here, they have templates for your statement of work and independent government cost estimates. All the um, contract officers put this together for you to get these documents, pull it down, take it, like take the template, and you cut and paste and do what the fuck you got to do, dumbass. Like, don't, I'm not right. going to walk because you grow. Shit. And this right. is no contract. You know what you need. Put it in the template. So we went back for a long time because I was like, I'm not right. Like, and they do stuff like that, and I noticed it. Like, they'll drag it out so that you'll just be like, I'll fucking do it, shit. Right, and I was like, nope, I still ain't right it. (laughs) I never wrote that shit. He did, and when it was fucked up, I sent it right back to him. But the contracting officer said, you need to redo this. Right, and hear her comments. Read it and fix it. I'm not. I'm not doing that shit. And they do stuff like that. And I noticed it. Like my my mentor, she took over a program, and the white guy who was in the program before didn't do too much of anything. But mm-hmm. she was put it together, put in SOPs, doing all this stuff, and they came down on her so hard. Like, well, we need this and we need that. And she's like, well, wait a minute, I got to get this program together. 
and you're not going to give me the time I need to do it, and you're throwing all the stuff on me. She was like, well, how come when he was in his job, did you ask him to do it? Hmm. Of course and if did. they did, he probably didn't do it, or they didn't even sway him. So it's like I know that. I know it's like with us, we're the mules. Mm-hmm. If you take on something, they will dump everything on you if they can. Yeah. And you really have to be like, no, this is too much, or no, I'm not going to do it. You have to put yeah. your foot down because you have these people in here who didn't do their job. They get to move on and get promoted or just leave. And then when I step in and I'm the one who has to come in behind them and clean it up, you put all this pressure on me and yeah. all this, you know, all this accountability on me that you didn't put on them. Because if you did, oh, I'm then it quick to like, say I don't feel comfortable doing this. Oh, so let me I'll get tell to them my in a point. minute. <laughs> so my point was with the contract, we have these services. One lady thinks that the marketing analyst located in Atlanta belongs to her because she puts money on the contract. So I was like, so then he said that when the guy finally got his contract processed in one of the marketing services, they said she would work for 32 hours. 32 hours over six months, that's like one hour a week. So they were like, we are not going to economically, we can't, the contractor was like, we cannot go out and hire somebody to do this work. So you, since she's already down there and she's contracted to be down there, she knows the person, knows the work, she can work as an analyst who will work with him to make sure the graphic designer does what he wants. And that's pretty mm-hmm. much all she has to step in and do. And then with the rest of her time, she can work on that other program. Right. The lady's coming to me like, well, she knows. She's full-time in that program. She's full, and I was just looking at her like, are you sure about that? Because the contractor just assigned her over there and she can go. So I said, all right, we'll look into it. So I talked to the contracting officer, and she's a black girl. She read the contract. I read the contract. It said the marketing analyst in Atlanta worked in conjunction with the marketing communication specialist for the office. It didn't say the program. So I said, if you're under this office and you need marketing services and you are in Atlanta, you go to her. Right. It's up to her, the contractor, to tell you whether or not she has the time. And if mm-hmm. she doesn't, then they can outsource the position for somebody else. That's fine. Mm-hmm. So she read she it. to tell you first. Like, right. So she read it. I told her, I said, also, check to see if we have any contract modifications. See if they modified the contract to say she was specifically that program marketing analyst. She was like, no, you don't have any of that in there. And so she was like, I read it and you read it. I said, mm-hmm. yes, I read it. She's like, and this is what it says. I said, yes, this is my interpretation. So this is my interpretation as well. And as the contracting officer, she's the one who interprets the law, the contract law and the contract language for a, for a, a, for, um, a solution. So she said, mm-hmm. this is what happened. She's like, this is really petty. It's really stupid. I don't think it should be this, this deep. But she was like, if worse comes the worst, the other guy, he has money. She can just, we can create a separate accounting string, and she just builds against his program office whenever she works for him. And it'd be mm-hmm. up to her to parse her time accordingly. So I told the other lady, I told her, I said, ma'am, I said, there's no contractual language that supports your claim that this girl is dedicated 100% to your program. It's not in the contract. There's no language to support that. So mm-hmm. I don't care how much money you've given. She can do this other thing. Now, what can happen is whenever she works on that other program, then she can bill for the other, she can bill the other office and you won't have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. I said, that's the best I can do. So I told her, and she was like, well, I think, well, she talked about the director who's my boss's boss, the person who runs our entire office. I was like, well, mm-hmm. she says that she's dedicated to it, it's what it's supposed to be. I said, well, if you don't have a contract saying that, then you're wrong. Right. And go ahead and tell her what you've got to tell her, but you're wrong. So I right. went her, 
I go to my boss and I tell my boss, I said, okay, I talked to the contracting officer. Um, this is what she's come up with, and this is what she said the solution can be. I told the lady down in Atlanta, she's saying she may escalate it up to your boss. I'm just letting you know, FYI, if they come back and tell you, let them know they can't do it. And she was mm-hmm. like, well, I don't think I should just tell her that she can't do something. I was like, why not? You have a contract. Right. right. It's a not contract. in the contract. And she was like, well, she was like, well, Cookie, you know, can you think about it from her perspective? I said, absolutely, I can. And I probably would feel some type of way if somebody wanted to use one of my contractors that I thought I could use exclusively. But seeing as we don't have personal service agreement contracts in place, I would get mm-hmm. over it. I would get over it. Don't ask me to think about it from someone else's perspective, bitch. I'd get over it, okay? So I told her, okay, okay. so I would get over it pretty much. And she was like, well, I can't tell her to get over it. I said, you can't, but you can also tell her that the contract says this. Right. And she was like, well, then she was like, well, what about, what am I going to tell my boss? Well, I said, tell her that you ain't got it. And this it. is your she boss was, talking like this. Right. I was like, tell her she can't do it. And that the contract, I was like, and if she's got the problem with it, well, then she, we need to revise the contract. So well, I can't tell the contract messed up. I was like, well, girl, then I don't know what to tell you. What kind of manager but, is she? God. She, no, it's she's like a punk ass. Right. I was like, you're punk ass a girl. You have a contract that backs up action. So she tried to like, well, tomorrow you're trying to, she told me. So she was like, Cookie, you are um, just saying it like it's black and white. And you're in charge, and that's the way it's going to be. I said, well, but it literally well, is black and white, though. Girl. In the contract. I said, wait a minute. I said, hold up now. Let me tell you something. A contract is a legally binding document. And there are things that ethically and legally you can't ask me to do. And I'm not going to mm-hmm. put myself in a position to do it, and I won't put you in that position. Therefore, okay. I said, I talked to the contracting officer for two days on this. This is what she said. There's no language that supports their claim that that girl works for her exclusively. And I was like, and I'm not in charge. I don't run this. I'm just repeating you, but the contracting officer told me. Right. And then she was like, okay, because I had to break it out for us. Excuse you, but uh, this is a legally <laughs> binding document that ethically and legally I'm not doing a damn thing that ain't it's not written right. down. It. You kiss my entire black ass. And then after a while she's the blackest she, part. She backed off after I pulled that part out. I was like, um, ethically, legally <laughs> the fuck is you saying to me, bitch, you want me to go right. around this attack? Is that what you're saying? Say you ain't no get along type of night, no. So I can run that I will run with that shit. Please. Girl, I was like, Are you for real? Yeah, they want to bend the rules when it benefits them. I was like, where is the shade of gray, bitch? It's not written in the contract. Right. <laughs> and now we're just I was like, I can't with these white people. They literally do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And it's, mm-hmm. wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you asking me to skirt the law? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're fixing your mouth to try to tell me to do this? Like, please, tell me. <laughs> Tell me to break the law. I want you to. So I can tell you, fuck no. And then right. you get me curse with you. I'm like, we'll take this to HR. And then you tell yes. them why I curse at you. You tell them why I curse at your ass. Girl, I was like, she done lost her fuck ass mind because she didn't want to tell her boss, you're wrong. I was like, girl, you have a contract. Like, they right. Who's been said? Like, and I've heard this repeated over and over and over again. 
so and so belongs to this program. So and so is dedicated to this pro- this program. But when I read that contract, I was like, that's not what it says. That's not what it says. I'm like, you were yeah. mistaken. I'm sorry. And then she was like, but money. She puts money on. I was like, and it doesn't money. matter. She right. can put billion dollars on there. If it don't say that that girl works for her, then it don't mean nothing. She just put money on there. Right. That's all she like she's okay. So why she put money on there? She don't got an agreement in writing that was signed between the yeah. contract and her. So no. I don't care about her money. Her money don't mean nothing. Not a goddamn thing. And I was like, she can have all her money back. And somebody else can go in there and hire that girl and have her do their marketing work, and there's nothing she can do about it or say. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. get over it. And that's what the contracting officer was like, this is really petty. Like, this is dumb. I was like, mm-hmm. girl, they want to escalate this because we have this big conference coming up, and she needs her to do all this work. But it was just like, girl – She's going to use 32 hours over the next six months to help this man because that's what the contract says she can do, and you're going right. to fucking deal. Everybody's going to fucking deal. Don't come back right. to me asking what they can they nothing. Get over it. Climb me a river. Build a bridge. Get the fuck over it. Get out my black in the face. I don't give a fuck if you get this work or not. I'm busy. I'm busy. Listen, you know that's my favorite phrase now. That's my favorite phrase. I'm busy. I'm sorry. I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm busy. Look, <laughs> no, and you know what? I'm I'm turning into one of those older black women in the federal government who tells everybody to kiss their ass after 20 minutes. Yes. I'm starting to see and I see why. Because they will drive you crazy. They will really yes, they will. mental and verbal jujitsu gymnastics to try to, well, and it's like yep. you're asking me the same question three different ways. Yes, I, I hate that. Meetings. I hate it, that because I'm not going to change my answer. It. It's not going to happen. And she really was like, well, how come? I'm like, girl, I'm like, listen, it's the same thing. Like, you have these people in here doing all this stuff that they had no business doing. And now that I'm responsible for over these processes, I don't care what you did for the last five years. They're not supposed to be doing it. Not on my watch. Get somebody else in charge for it. You want somebody to bend the rules? Get somebody else in here because what my black ass won't be is your little pawn. When the motherfucking OIG comes in here auditing the shit and finding out people's doing shit they ain't had no business doing, I'm not going to Congress to justify what happened. I'm not going right. to be thrown under the body. My name isn't going to be written on any emails or anything saying that I said you could do such and such and such and such. That's not going okay. to be me because that's exactly what the next step is. Y'all take these penitentiary chances every day because you got white privilege and you, don't, mm-hmm. and you really think that these laws and stuff they don't apply to you. But because if anything be- happens, worst case scenario, they'll get a fine. They'll get a slap on the wrist. Worst case scenario, they'll fine you, yeah, they'll no. demote you, or they'll put you in another office and stick you somewhere where you just right. get what you're going to You have options. Yeah, Me? you don't have options. You won't have Me? options. I'm going to jail. I'm mm-hmm. going to lose my job. I'm going to try mm-hmm. to figure out how to pay my bills. Like, no, I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Don't act like, you know, I'm just like, you sit here asking me to look at it from all these different angles, but you fail to realize you're asking me to break a law. Right. So, yes, I'm offended. Yes, I'm, I'm going to be stern with you and tell you no, because ethically and legally, bitch, I ain't got to do it. 
Right. The contracting officer said that they can do it and they can that they can proceed, and that if they feel some type of way, then they can take the money from the other program to pay for when she works on that shit. The contracting officer said that. All I'm doing is repeating what she said. She read that fucking contract. I read the fuck-ass contract, and we came to the same goddamn conclusion. Get over it. And there it is. And she really tried to be like, you're acting like you're in charge. And I was like, bitch. The problem is you're acting like you're not in charge. You're my That's manager, and I'm having to tell you what the fuck to do. Right. With your me. punk ass. I read it. I was like, I read this for myself. Like, girl, I read this. And it, it should be enough. If I tell you I read it and this is what it says, don't question me. If you have questioned right. me, then I'm going to be working here. How about that? Then you get somebody else to do it. If you're going to question me and double and, and double guess me and, and all that other kind of stuff, That's or try to undermine my intelligence. Don't second guess yes. me. Don't second guess me. Don't do it. If I tell you no, bitch, it's no. And if, you, right. and if, you, if they come back to you talking about, well, what can you do? You tell them, I don't fucking know. I don't know what to tell you, girl, but you need to get a backbone and you need to stand up to these people and don't let them walk all over you. Okay. That's not my problem. You got damn director. You, so you you're her manager. Me. You're her manager. That's that's it. Yeah. But because I was like, no shit. a lot of stuff I'm uncovering, and I'm like, we shouldn't be doing this. Right. Like we do. Like whoever did this. Like you know, we gotta fix this. Like we. Sh- and then it's like, I, it's hard to explain. But it's like nobody wants to piss anybody off, and everybody wants to keep everybody happy. But it's like this is not productive. They're not being realistic, and it's sometimes your feelings are just going to be hurt, and that's just what it is. It is what it is. Like, look, I, it's a contract. It's a legal. I said this is a legally binding document. Right. Like, I had to remind her, like, girl, we're talking about a contract, bitch. We're not talking about a SOP somebody wrote that, okay, mm-hmm. we can skirt the SOP a little bit. No, bitch. It's a fucking contract. Motherfucking side on the dotted line. Right. You ain't got a leg of sand on. Somebody need to talk, girl. You thought you had an analyst. You don't. You don't. Now, do and you? I told her, I was like, if she can make a stink, call her boss. Call her. Tell her. Right. My thing is, the faster you get over this, the faster we can get this work done. So I need you to get all the way out your fucking feelings so that we can get this work done because at 4 o'clock these reports are due. So let's get over this shit. Because I was like, I don't work in Atlanta. I'm not down there. I don't give a fuck how you feel about this shit. This contract is done. This statement of work is done. Mm -hmm. She's going to work for him whether you like it or fucking not. Mm -hmm. And you're going to just deal with it. You pay for you pay for me. Love me. Yes, you are. <laughs> Girl, I was so over it. Like, are you really asking me this question? Like, think about. She said, "Think about it from every second." I can't just go to her. I was like, "Why can't you, girl? You got a contract to back you up." The contract says right. this. You have a contract. You have anything. You should walk in the stuff balls on full display. So I was like, write the contract under your balls and then hand it to her and say, "Read it for yourself, bitch." <laughs> Like, like, you rub like, it under your ball. They have nothing to say. Like, they're wrong. They were wrong. Right. That's, you got to tell, like, girl, you were mistaken. You thought you had this, but no, you don't. You don't. Oh, you don't. Like and, I don't. like, and I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Like, I, right. like, I want you to know, I did what I was supposed to do. I found out, I talked to the contracting officer. It's a contracting issue. She resolved it. She said she can do the work. And if they have a problem with it, give them the money back and let the other office pay for her time. Mm-hmm. 
that's the best you're gonna get. I was like, and that's what the um, and that, and I'm so glad that my contracting officer is black. Oh, praise the Lord! Cause, <laughs> I mean, because I make fun of her because she's very dry, okay. like she's very literal. Like if I say something uh-huh. and I'm trying to tap the joke, she's just like, well, why? I don't know. I don't. So I was like, a couple times I questioned if she was on the scale, but I appreciate this about her because I know for a fact there's no bitch ain't no it's contracts are black and white either you can or you can't. Right. And right. I was like, if you wrote this fuck ass contract, wrote it as such that you have this problem to deal with now, you need to fix it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, bitch, she really tried. I was like, so you're asking me to break the law? You want me to break the law? That's not, uh, no, that's not what it's so saying. Punk in business. I'm sorry. You you just mm-hmm. can't. You, you can't, can't be a punk ass boss, right? That either. You can't. You gotta have a backbone. I'll never forget. I was in one of those um, visionary leadership trainings, and mm-hmm. we used to get like um, executive bosses to come down, and they would give us presentations on you know how to manage them. I remember never forget this one black lady. She was mean as all as all hell, <laughs> but she said she was like, "You gotta have a backbone. You can't let them walk yeah. over you." And I was like, wow. And she was like, that goes for other managers and your staff. I was like, yep. I was like, there it is. Because I was like, girl, this is a contract. I was like, and so what if she escalates it to your boss? You have a contract in place that then you can tell your boss, like, girl, um, whoever told you this was, was mistaken. Mm-hmm. It don't matter how much money they put on the contract. No. Give it back. And let's move the fuck up. Right, it don't matter. She, they they can literally give it back, mm-hmm. literally. <laughs> like she, the girl already said she has an she already has time to do it. She already talked to the man about the project. She already knows what he wants. All she will be doing is making sure that the the direction that he gives is properly communicated to the graphics designer and troubleshoot any issues if they mm-hmm. if they arise. One hour a week she can dedicate to this um, work. You mean you can't let her go for one hour a week? Right. So then, being you don't if you keep putting making us think about this, they're going to have to go out there and put a, um, a hiring thing out on the on the internet for somebody to work one hour a week, bitch. Shut Which the fuck delays up. you getting your project done. So right, shut the fuck up. Get out of here. Kiss my ass. ass. Let's use common sense. How about like, that? Like, she can be mad and in her feelings all she wants to. No. Like I, okay. I told her, I told, her, I told her, I was like, let's see if we have any modifications. Did we modify this contract to say that what they're saying? And she was like, no, nah, I don't see it. Oh well, well, it ain't in there. It ain't in there. It, it's not in the the Atlanta resource. It's not report. on this white paper in black words. So hello, I don't know what to tell you, girl. Like, <laughs> I was like, I need to talk to you about you saying that I said something was black and white on a contract issue. Like you do realize contract issues are black and white, right? Right. Literally. I'm going to tell her, I'm going to talk to her about it again. She's going to hear about this from me. Like, I want you to know that I felt like you asked me to skirt the law. Right. I'm uncomfortable with that. Like, don't ever right. do that again. She's going to be in her feelings once she do that. Well, that's too bad because she needs to know, <laughs> don't call me like that again. I'm out here doing my job to the best of my ability and your best interest. 
And I was told right. my boss several times, like, I'm not going to do anything that's going to come back on me or you. And that's why right. it needs to be appreciated, like, the fact that you are actually doing your job. Right. You're literally I'm, saving their asses. Look. Like, literally. <laughs> like, I told her, I, I tell anybody I work for, I got your back. Yeah. Don't ask me to break the law. Don't, don't, don't fuck me over. Mm-hmm. And I, I got your back. I, it's, it's very mm-hmm. simple. Like, and I tell the people who work for my contractors, don't have me out here looking crazy. Right. I will defend you. I will go to bat for you. I will I will stand up for you. But don't have me out here looking crazy. Make sure you do, you know, you get your work done and should double, triple check before you come to me. This is what we're supposed to do. Because it's the same thing with those packets. I had the girl... My contractor write a report about why the packets weren't getting done, the lag that it was taking, and when they could think they could get it done. Somebody comes and starts complaining about it, making us think about it, and all of a sudden they want to, you know, because they can't get information because they're not in there. I'm like, you have two people processing 700 training evaluations. And mind you, those 700 trainings that we do for the year, of those 700 courses, about 20 to 30 people are in each class. That's a lot of fucking paperwork for them to do by hand. Right. Y'all know- Complain about this shit. Now that's we've been writing report after report after report, and they came back. She came back to me, and I was like, "Wait a minute! I don't want to hear this shit again because I said something to you about this last year, and nobody listened." They, I said, "This the process is manual. It's not sustainable. It's too much volume. We don't have enough people. We need to make it um, automated." I said, "They threw that whole proposal out the door. Didn't even read it. They said we're going to put this one girl in and do it. And she processed one packet." <laughs> No, I said the next time there's a problem with this, y'all going to fucking wait. I don't want to hear it. And so mm-hmm. she got mad because I kept saying, well, didn't I tell you this last year? She's like, well, stop saying that. I'm like, well, stop asking me the fuck-ass question, bitch, because I told right. you last year. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't want to hear Like, you think I want to hear it again? You asking me why this isn't getting done? After I told you not only last year, but then I told you again in August after we wrote another report. No, I'm not having it. You're not going to get on my nerves. These white people. They get on my nerves. It's terrible. What can we do without them? (laughs) Anyway. So that got me fucked up because this leads off into, let me tell you something. I got bitch nigga fatigue. I got bitch nigga fatigue, girl. TM, TM, bitch nigga fatigue, TM. Girl, (laughs) I... Am tired. Oh my God, I'm tired. I'm tired. My soul is weary. I'm tired. Lord, hold her mule. (laughs) This be a fence around my edges and my nerves and protection, Lord. Yeah, I walk in the valley of the shadow of deathness. What happened? <laughs> okay. You all know that two-tone foreskin, Charlemagne the God. Okay. It's not even a God. He does look like a foreskin. He looks like foreskin. Two-tone foreskin. He really you know, like does. When, you know, when it's two-tone, normally it's pretty on a dick, but on a face, it's just scary. So, <laughs> this nigga, we all know. Okay, so let me give some background. I used to listen to Wendy Williams back in the day like religiously back in the day or whatever. 
And um, that was, she was just fucking nasty and terrible. We all know she's mm-hmm. a shock doc, and that's her brand. She was like the female, mm-hmm. Howard, the black female Howard Stern, pretty much. Yes. Um, she said things that were just like crazy. And we know she was always out of pocket. She got cursed out by Whitney Lauren Hill, Method Man, Red Man. Method Man ripped her a new ass. Okay, sat there and threatened to kill her, stomp her out, all kinds of shit, because she'd be running her mouth recklessly. Mm-hmm. So there was a point, you know, I used to listen to her. She was worse than Miss Jones. Miss Jones was just pressed. Like, yes. She was pressed. Like, it was like, girl, you didn't pop, and <laughs> it's going to be okay. Like, just right. be a radio person and just live. But anyway, so... I think Ms. Jones did try to pull the Wendy Williams stuff, but she just wasn't built for it. it just, she wasn't. She was because they would come back and light her ass up. She wasn't built for that. <laughs> she tried. And Wendy, she had a reliable source, so some of that shit may have been true. Like, yeah, it may have been true. <laughs> so that was, at least Wendy had that going for her. Yeah. But um, I remember there was a point when Wendy was saying, like when she brought on Charlamagne. Remember she had that show on VH1. Um, her radio show used to be on VH1, like a long, like few summer. I like, don't follow six. him. Well, anyway, when he first got with her, I remember he was he was right there with her, like down for the shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so you get it. I see where you're coming from. This is what you're trying to do. This is how you make your money. It's your brand. Okay, cool. Sometimes they said some shit like that's foul, but sometimes they would say some shit, and I'd be like, no, I kind of agree with that. Or it would just mm-hmm. be fucking entertaining. Mm-hmm. So he made it started making comments. She was like, I'm not covering black media anymore. I'm not covering black entertainment. You niggas don't pay. I'm out here about to get this white money. So she started covering Kim Kardashian. This is what Wendell said? hmm She said it on her radio. So I was just like, ew. And she tried to, I remember she tried to bring Kim Kardashian on the radio, and all the people were like, fuck this bitch. She made a sex tape. I'm not going to listen to her. And when he was like, no, she's cool, blah, blah, and it was like, fuck that bitch. Like, no. So then she got on TV, and you saw the transition. She legit was like, no, I'm catering to this white audience, because this is where the Mm -hmm. money is. And I feel like, you know, Charlamagne in that same vein, yes. He's gone down the Yes, and it's okay. We get it. If you out for a white coin, you know, I it, okay, my nigga. Okay, that's Listen, white I mean. approval is a hell of a drug. It's a hell of a drug. I stopped listening to his podcast because I can't take Andrew Schultz. It was sometimes it was something he said. I was ready to crawl through there and strangle him. I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. And I was like, and Charlamagne, you being black, letting this white boy act like this, I just had to give him the biggest side eye. And I just, I just checked yeah, out. Yeah, like Charlamagne is that nigga that hangs around white dudes and lets white dudes call. Let let white dudes say nigga. Like Charlamagne right. is that guy. Like not nigga, nigger with a hard R. Nigger, yeah. He like, and then he'll he think it's funny. Like that is Charlemagne. Like oh, it doesn't bother me, so it shouldn't bother you. Like they say that kind right. of shit. Right. So when he made his comments about uh, the Tommy Lauren girl, or whatever, I'm not even gonna get into this hoe because it's not important. Um, right. I saw well, a lot of pieces here. from um, black men who were just mm-hmm. like this is unacceptable. And my thing was like. For Charlemagne, my thing really kind of had me scratching my head. I was like, how is he going to say that there are no blow, no woke black women building their own platforms? Like, how could you say that when you've had Kid Fury and Crystal, not to say Kid Fury is woman, but Crystal, you've had her on your shows, on your radio shows. They work together. 
Like you Un- know, uncommon sense. You know, black women out here who built their like. How could you say that? And then I thought about he it. He was just, and this, it pissed me off because he was just on a sh- fucking uh, the town hall with Cheska Lee, Cheska so Lee and Crystal. This is my thing. I think his logic was, oh, I'm saying this because it's going to get the people going. And then all the black men are going to come out the woodwork, and then we're going to put the spotlight on them, and then they're going to be seen. And I was like, my nigga, no, we don't need this kind Mm -hmm. of press to be seen. Mm -mm. You know, it's hard enough being a black woman. It's hard enough to be invisible to not only society but other black men. It's hard Mm -hmm. enough to have niggas like Trick Daddy tell us if we don't start tightening up, we're going to be useless. Right. With my view, I ain't never seen a white girl at a Trick Daddy show or concert or bumping up Trick Daddy mm-hmm. mixtape. Never in my life. And it's like, you know what? The fact that you even said it, like you used to work for Wendy Williams. She built her own fucking platform. She's not woke. Mm-hmm. But that bitch grinded that shit. I mean, say what you want about Wendy. She worked that radio yeah. shit. She did. Okay. And she, she, she has her legacy. I don't fuck with her, but she has a legacy. She right. has her place. And it's like for you to say it, it's like my nigga, like, the fact that Black Lives Matter was started by three LGBT black women is the biggest insult I've ever had in my life. Like, my nigga, these women take to the streets when the police murder your black ass. And then you turn around. And you shit on us. I'm tired. I'm so tired because I saw an, um, a guy um, on Twitter. He goes by Insanity Report. I don't really know him. Mm-hmm. But I was reading what he was saying, and he was really going. And I was like, thank God. Like, it's, it's brothers out here who got our back. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot. But they out there. Yeah, I was about to say it's not enough. It's not enough to be the ones who are vocal and have platforms. Right. Um, because it was like, how could you do, like, it just hurt. It hurt because it's like we do so much, and we're out here. Black women, we are the most educated group out here. We have more degrees amongst black women than white men, white women, yep. black men, Asians, and Latinas. More businesses are started by black women. And when they talk about you black men, we are the first ones in line to remind people there are more black men in college than in jail. So for you to say this is unacceptable. So on my page, I found someone, you know, saying, you know, how I felt, and it was a black male voice. That's why I posted it because I'm like, okay, if I say something, these niggas are going to have something to say. But if they see another black male, you know they're going to shut the fuck up. Or Right, right. It was a guy that I've known for years. He came on my page talking about, I mean, he does have a point, though. But that's how he blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What point? And it was another girl who saw from the group who saw him post on my page, and she tried writing, like, what point does he have? And I was like, right. exactly, what point does he have? And please bring your receipt, boo-boo. Right. Do you know this nigga had the nerve to come back talking about, well, I can't name any off the top of my head. That's on me. Just shut up. Girl, I was like, nigga, my nigga. You have the you right something. to remain silent. Like, just stop. So you are, I was like, you, I said, you know what? I'm more disappointed. I said, I don't really care what you say about this Tommy woman. I'm more disappointed that as a black male who posts all the blackity black ass shit 
on your Facebook page, you can't name one black woman who's built her own platform. Like, you just going to act like Oprah ain't do that, ain't been doing that shit for the last oh, damn near 40 years. You're going to exactly. act like Ailey ain't out here. You're going to act like motherfucking Shonda Rhimes ain't out here. you really going to act like this, you know what I'm saying right now, my nigga? Like, right. all this black girl magic popping off around you. And there's a girl who works for Black Lives Matter who I know for a fact we both used to work with, and you follow her on Facebook, and she's always posting about the stuff that she's trying to do in D.C. What the fuck are you talking about? What you mean? You don't know none. And then he's going to get... Then, and I think I saw time. that, and, and his exchange was, like, he's something about he's not going to look it up. He's not going to... Like, what do you mean? You're, you're, you, you're saying that you don't see it, but you're not even willing to do the research to educate yourself. My nigga... And it's like it's because we are women. If I just admit it, my nigga, just admit it. You love pussy, but you hate bitches. You hate women. Y'all hate hate us. And I was was really upset because when I was challenging him, he was like, you know me better than that. Because I was like, you have a lot of shit to unpack, namely your misogyny and fuck shit. Like, this is unacceptable. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a misogynist. I was like, I can't tell. Right. I can't tell. I don't see the difference. One black woman. You can't say one positive thing about black women. You can't find one thing to say about all the work we've done over the years. That's why it's like, you know what, during slavery, we had Harriet, but we didn't have a Harold. Right. Like, and you, when you read your slave narratives and you read how, you know, we were in the fields with you, brother. When you got beat, we got beat. When the master fucked you when up. When you got beat, we cleaned you up. We cleaned you up. When they lynched you, we raised the kids without you and kept it moving. So, no, you're not going to sit here and talk. Like, and then they take the fact that when we were in slavery, they were like, oh, yeah, y'all slept with the master because it was something for y'all. They took that and they, they perverted our rape as an exchange program. From it. They perverted what that shit. Like, no, we were raped. They raped us. And you couldn't do anything about it. And you were helpless and powerless. And we still uplifted you as a man to say, don't worry about it. And kept it moving. Right. So, oh, no, I'm tired. I'm tired. You're not going to continue to slander me and discount me and tell me I'm good for nothing but pussy. You're not going to do this. You're not, this right. is not happening. You're not going to come on my page and talk this shit in my face. And it and was think so I'm not going to say anything to you. Right. Like, what, do you, what point does he have? And then when you can't even back up the point you agree with, talking about, well, y'all going to try to attack me and jump me and blah, blah. No, you're not even being attacked. All we did was ask you to explain your point. Right. And you can't even do it. I was like, what the fuck is and it just brought me all back. You know what? Tupac said it. We about to have a race for babies. We hate the ladies. Yep. Y'all like, niggas got to do better. Like, you just you have, you have no choice. Like, some of these niggas, like, don't even, I'm like, nigga, you don't even sound like you're straight. Like, what is happening? Like, the way these niggas rap. Like, it's just disgusting. I'm disgusted. I'm over it. I was so just, ugh. I was and just what's going to happen? You're going to fuck around and these black women that you're saying not doing anything for y'all, we don't have a platform, we're going to stop focusing on you. We're going to focus yep. on ourselves. And then find, where you, find out where you'll be at that point. Oh, trust me, because you know when it comes... Uh, so, okay. Let's talk about it. 
black men and white women have an agreement somewhere. I believe it. Like, what is happening? What is happening? Like, why do they cape for them like this? I never, I never really understood it. I was just why like, black this, men cape for white women. Like, listen, okay, so let me. Like, I don't because have a it's a hot commodity. Because if you have, if as a black man, if you have a white woman on your arms, you've reached some sort of status. You've made it. And you know what? If you can't say that you feel like like the Luke Cage actor, he was like, no, nah, y'all not going to come for my wife because when I was broke, mm-hmm. she was with me, and we love each other, and that's that. If mm-hmm. you can't say that shit, if you got to be a pay digs about it, I can't rock with you. Yeah. And I was like, this is the type of vitriol that you black men give a wink and a nod to if someone steps up and says something negative about a black woman, black men are the first ones in line. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when y'all shot but and y'all murdered in the so street, hard for white women. When y'all shot and murdered in the street, and these white women are out here like, well, he must have done something. Well, what did he do the first 30 seconds before the tape began? Or he may have, you know, like when they justify you being murdered and we're the ones standing there for you, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. And you're going to turn around you're gonna, and we're not going to be there for you. If some shit go down under this Trump administration, because 13% of you black niggas voted for him, if something goes down, I'm not picking cotton. I'm not picking up a picket sign. I'm not doing shit. I'm not. I'm done. I'm checking out. I'm done. I'm done. I cannot. If you are black and you are not for black people, I can't rock so you're with you. you're against it, and that's just what you're it is. I can't do this no more. I'm not doing this no more because it's the stakes are too high in this time, in this, in this right. climate, for you to be an agent of white supremacy. The stakes are too high. The lives are at stake. And the thing about it is, Charlemagne, you can play this game because you got money. But the, for the black people who for don't now. have money, for now, right, but the black people who don't have money and live in these conditions and are in these vulnerable communities, your words affect how they live and how people see them. And for you to say that, you are putting a, you're pointing the target on our back saying it's okay to open fire when you do this stuff. And I'm tired. But here's the thing. Money doesn't make you immune to racism. And I, I, need, I, I need them to realize this. You still admit but it. It's really in a funny you so, mention that because now we've got all these NFL players who are now having their homes vandalized and receiving all these mm-hmm. nigger die messages. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Yep. And now the Cruz was like, oh, my God, like, racism is real. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. Like, you know what? You niggas are about to have a really serious wake-up call. Yep. Because guess what? Them poor white people, they hate your rich black ass, too. Yeah, they hate you. They, they hate, hate you. you, too. They don't, don't care. You like, need you to realize. They just want you to run the fucking ball. They want you to run the fucking ball and shut the fuck up. That's all they want you to do. And if you don't get mm-hmm. that, I can't help you. Right. And it's like, my nigga. They're not for you. These people are not for us. Everything that they do is for themselves. Like, how can you try, like, like, they didn't even vote for Hillary Clinton. Like, and I'm never going to get over that. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm never going to get, get over this. <laughs> I didn't even vote for Hillary. Like, oh, my God. Like, no, that's scary. You'd rather have a man. You'd rather mm-hmm. have an open, racist, misogynistic, Drop him by the pussy. raper, rapist. You know what I mean? Like, you'd rather have all of this in a man versus a woman. And your your major complaint was the fact that she deleted some emails, which the FBI came back and was like, nah, she good. And y'all still, y'all still are harping on that shit. 
down. That's why I'm like, you know what? If you niggas want to be throw your hat in league with white supremacy, go right on ahead. Do it. Do it. Jump. But I stopped fucking with Pharrell after he said that new black shit. Oh, because I was like, my niggas. niggas are still out okay, here. New black girl. There's no such thing. Black is black, and I'm right. sorry, but like, it like the more this happens, and the more that they're willing to do this, because, and I believe it started in the '90s when black women started making that music. Um, what was that song? Pepper song with Sybil. Independent. I'm independent. My independent. I make my own money. Don't tell me how to spend it. Because, listen, let me tell you something. Because years, black women have been raising these kids, and I see it all the time. I'll never forget, I've, I've, I've heard more black men make excuses for deadbeat niggas than deadbeat mothers mm-hmm. or mothers who are actually out here trying. Mm-hmm. You know, they will make excuses like, you know, well, I've been doing this since the dawn time. It's okay if I leave you. you you'll be all right. You I know, know you got it. I know you got it. You can handle it. You're I've literally been do. told that. I've literally oh. have been told mm-hmm. that I don't worry about her because I know you got it. Like, you don't know shit. I could be right. out here sucking dick to keep my light bills on. How the fuck okay. do you know? Okay. How, do you know? How would you know? You and don't know any of the choices I've made to get where I am. You don't know what happened. I could have sold my body. I could have sold my child's body. I could be a fucking escort right now, and you don't know. But you don't know. How would you know? Right. It is Christmas time. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) I heard, so this is one that I heard, you know, a nigga didn't raise his kids, and when his son asked him why, he's all like, well, your mama, and, you know, she wasn't so mean, or if she wasn't this, I would have stuck, I'd stuck around, but, you know, she drove me away. And I've seen niggas listen to this shit. And turn they back on their own mothers, mm-hmm. and it's like my you nigga, hate women me. because you hate women. Like my nigga, this man walked away from your mama, walked away from you. All the responsibility didn't raise you, didn't feed you, didn't clothe you, didn't give a fuck about you for eighteen years, and then he right. comes back and says some shit about your mama, and you gonna sit there like, yeah, she was mean because she didn't buy me that Xbox when I was twelve. Bitch, really? Grow the fuck up. Because listen. There is nothing, and I mean nothing, that can keep me away from my kid. And I put down mm-hmm. everything. So there is no excuse. You just don't care. You don't you just say you didn't care. You didn't give a fuck about that little nigga. And I know a lot of men who they blame their mothers for not keeping a man or something. It's like instead of looking at that man like that nigga didn't stay, he didn't do, he didn't fulfill his responsibility. And I noticed it's like a lack of accountability when you try to hold some of these men accountable. Um, no, but it's like you try to hold them accountable, and they are so fragile. Mm-hmm. They really like fold, like this nigga did on my page. It was like my nigga, why don't you know any black women? Who's like when you? And it was a simple, direct question. Like something like, please, what point? Like you, you said he. Oh, he kind of does have a, a point. Wait a minute. Well, then what point? If you agree, what is the point? Bring you have to be team. able to back up your argument. And then go sit there, but then go turn and act like I'm being attacked and y'all jumping me. No, my nigga. No, I ain't your baby. Shut that shit up. I was like, nigga, I didn't call you a trash-ass bitch. I didn't call you a, a well, all, all my arsenal curse words I got. I didn't even unload on you, for real. Mm-hmm. I just said, my nigga, I'm disappointed in you. Right. <laughs> like, 
And so it's just like I just hear so many excuses, and it's like when you look at these excuses, like it's, it, can, it can no longer be tolerated. And I think that's the issue. It's like a lot of black women over the past 20, 30 years, they have been saying, these niggas is wildin'. I'm going to go get a degree. I'm going to pay my own bills. Like if I got to sit mm-hmm. up here and had this nigga beat on me, fuck around, cheat on me, put me through all this drama or all these other bitches, I might as well just be by myself. Right. And it's like that's the see, other alternative. That's the only other alternative. Like, who's gonna live this way? And so, girl, I was just, I was just disappointed, and I was disappointed. I wasn't disappointed I was, in Charlemagne because I expect that of him. I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed mm-hmm. because I didn't expect him. I just didn't expect him to go that low or to go that direction because you literally work with some of these women. You have this woman on your show. So I don't, like, I don't understand what you were trying to prove or what you were trying to, I was just embarrassed for him. Like, you look stupid. My thing is how, how stupid are you willing to look for some money? Mm. Because that's all it is. That's, that's the black ass bottom line. You're doing this for money. At the end of the day, you're prostituting. You know better than this. Yeah. You're you're selling yourself. And it's like, what example are you, what what do you tell your female daughter, because you have a child, what do you tell your daughter when she one day sees this? Like, what? Mm. Because that's how I make my decisions. Like, if I do this, how will this look in 10, 20, 30 years? You know what I mean? Like, what, what, how can I explain this to my child in the future? And it's like you got a lot of rappers um, who rap about this shit, like bitches ain't shit but hoes and shit, but they got daughters, and it's like, my mm-hmm. nigga, how are you going to explain it to her when that little boy who's been listening to your music for years sucks your daughter and tries to dog her the entire fuck out? Mm-hmm. What are you, what are you, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And it's like, you know, they want to be respected and revered, but it's like, Respect yourself. Right. Respect your race. This respect, respect yourself and your race first, and maybe the race will respect you. Because the way it's going right now, it's like, no, y'all niggas not even out here finishing high school. Okay. Come <laughs> talk to me when you at least have a GED. But the point, but I noticed it's always the men who did nothing with their lives and mm-hmm. turn right around and turn bitter and act like somebody owes because them you something. Fucked up. Right. It's, it's the ones like who didn't do right when they had the chance, who fucked up their twenties and their credit, getting locked up and doing all that dumb shit, turn right around, they hit thirty five and they turn bitter in hotel. Yeah. Well we don't get no respect and it's hard out here, like my nigga. No, it's not well, hard. No one respects you because you have no drive. You have no motivation. You have no goals. You have no money. <laughs> you have nothing. Like, all the time you could energy you could have took into building yourself up and being somebody, you chose to live that life. Mm-hmm. And now, when it matters the most, when you hit 35 and it's like, oh, shit, you need a house, you need a car, you need to start saving some retirement, and you got to start at the bottom, all of a sudden mm-hmm. everybody's going because you fucked up and everybody's supposed to give right. you a hand. 
No, that's not how this shit works. We already know, motherfucker, that these white people ain't out here for us. You already know right. that this design is tear you down. And you, some of you, some of you willingly jumped into the system. Let's be clear. Some of you, yes, we recognize you didn't have a choice and you had to make certain decisions. That's one thing. But some of you, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. You chose this life for yourself, and now you want to take it out on everybody else, and it's unacceptable. I just, I just, I got, I got bitch nigga fatigue. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> if you fall into these categories of nigga, where if you can't say one, if you can't say one positive thing about black women that isn't sexual, that isn't about our looks, and that isn't about what we did for you or how we strong. But I, and that's another, if I hear another motherfucking nigga tell me I'm a strong black woman, I'm a snap because I'm not. I'm tired. I'm fucking tired. If I hear another, if I hear another black woman tell me she's strong, I'm a fucking snap. I'm tired because I never forget. Like I was having a moment at work, um, and I really was, you know, I was just having a personal moment. And mm-hmm. you know, this black lady came in and was like, "Girl, we know we got to be strong." And I just looked at her. I was like, "Bitch, get the hell away from me." Why? But why? Why am I, I required to be strong? Why? Am I I, why can't strong. I show emotion? Why can't I have a moment of weakness and let you know, hey, this shit is stressing me out, and I don't have the answers for this. Why can't I do that? I'm tired. Why can everyone else be human but a black woman? Girl, it's not fair. Girl. So, like I said, I'm tired. And speaking of, of just additional fatigue, girl, are you a weak bitch or a dumb bitch? <laughs> I think I'm a dumb bitch, apparently. <laughs> so, pretty much. If you've been on Instagram, then you saw Tammy Rivera. Walker Flocka's wife make her her statements, and I live for Deb. And low key, I like you Tammy. live for Deb. No. You like Deb? Don't come for Deb. And her <laughs> Deb. Deb sounds like she smoked camels. <laughs> Benson and Hedges, girl. Benson and Hedges get it right. <laughs> if you are in the know, you know that Tanny and Walker split up. Um, because Walker had some infidelity going on. But mm-hmm. he is otherwise, you know, a devoted father figure to her child. And um, I think they have a great relationship. You know, I really enjoy watching them because... Obviously her- not if he cheated on her. Well, <laughs> I mean, no. Well, not for what they portrayed on TV because that's all I know. I don't know them personally. Yeah. Editing but, is a bitch. Oh, yeah. Miss Tammy, <laughs> bless her soul, um, made some comments. And she was okay. talking about why she chose to forgive Waka and get back with him. And, and she right. said, yeah, she said, my husband is a good man. He's a great man. And I think in today's society, everything is so disposable. Times are not the same. Women nowadays, you know, they say, oh, let me just do this. I can go out and find another man. Niggas ain't nothing. You know, all of that. And I get it. Then the tone shifted as she criticized today's relationships for being too fragile. On the other side, you have men who aren't growing up with fathers, not making excuses for men to cheat, but you have men who never seen what a, hu- what a household is supposed to look like. My husband was never in a married household. He didn't know. My mom always told me, you can find a man who can financially take care of you. You can find a man who might not be a cheater, 
might have it all together, might have grew up with a father in their household, but it's hard to find real love in a person who genuinely loves you and who is willing to change. My husband was willing to change for his family. She continued defending her reason for for staying with him through the infidelity. Why would I give up on my husband? I'm not that type. I think that's a weak, that's weak of a woman to do that. It's easier to walk away as opposed to than speaking up. No, we're going to fight for this. We got married. My family is worth fighting for. It's one thing to be a ride or die chick, but calling other women weak for choosing to leave a marriage is a little too far. And some Twitter users agreed and they went in, but I just had to unpack. Like, girl. <laughs> this needed to be on you. Okay. Girl, why do you have to justify why you stay? Right. Why? That's the thing. It's like you feel a way about the fact that you stayed. You know you look stupid. And so now you want to come up with all this excuse for why you're staying. I'm sorry. What I'm not going to do in the year of our Lord of 2017 or 2016, because we're still here, I'm not going to just accept anything anymore. I'm I'm worth way more than that. And I'm tired of these women staying in these relationships and out of, because you, because you spoke vows, you want, you're upholding yours, but he isn't. So mm-hmm. what does that say? Like, he don't because care. You was out here popping it for another nigga, and some nigga caught you on film and posted it and tagged you on Instagram. Will he stay with you? Right. You will be all types of bitches and hoes. He will be making all types of social media posts about how you ain't shit. And this goes back to fucking Charlemagne. We do so fucking much. And look how <laughs> stupid you looking. Look how much you, you're giving to this whack-ass nigga. I don't think he's whack. I think that uh, maybe, well, okay, so here's the thing. Okay, I was told a long time ago, I was getting my hair braided and I was talking to this lady and her, she had an older daughter um, and her daughter was dating. And so she had just was telling me like, you know, the advice she gives her daughter. And she was like, Mm -hmm. I tell my daughter all the time to look at, you know, when a guy asks her out or she gets involved with look at his family structure, make sure he has a dad or, you know, grew up in a household, you know, you know, his parents were married or (laughs) his father was active in his life. Yeah. And I was just kind of thinking, because it's funny, my dad, I grew up with my dad, and I've had times where people told me I act like a man. And I was like, well, I act like my dad. Mm-hmm. And it's been times. the same thing. And I've been told, you know, I've told some guys, I mean, I've, like, I've even had guys who didn't grow up with their dads. They were like, well, why you do that? I was like, because my daddy, that's what he told me to do. And they right. legit didn't understand, like. I was like, because you grew up with your mother and you act like her. Some of these niggas yeah. do. Like, I'm just, and I'm not saying that, and I know a lot of men get offended when they hear that, but they don't get it. It's like, you do act like They your operate, mother. yeah, they operate under, how can I say this? They operate under, under a, female sensibilities, if that makes sense. Yes, thank you. Yes, they do. And trying to point that out to them, they don't get it. And it's like, because, like a lot of stuff that my dad did, I remember niggas being like, "Oh, that's weak, weak," and it's like, "No, that's right. what men do, sweetie." Yeah, this is this is manhood. <laughs> yeah, there, I was like, in a relationship, and it's like I would be like, "Hey, such and such is broke. Can you handle that? Can you take care of it?" 
you say yeah, but then it's not done. So I'll go and do it myself, and it's like, why are you doing that? That's that's man's work. No, nigga, it needs to be done. I'm about to do it. Like this is how my father taught me. Like it's nothing for me to go and lay down some cows. It's nothing for me mm-hmm. to go and figure out how to change this fucking oil. Like. And change my own. My daddy taught me how to change my tire. He made sure I knew how to change yeah. my tire. He stood there and watched me change a tire. Yep, yep. And it's like it's certain things, you know, like that, like when, like I remember, like my one friend, she was arguing with her husband about chores in the house. Like he didn't take the trash out. I was like, hold up, this nigga don't take the trash out. Because that's one thing that, like, when me and my sister were growing up, we had to go outside and mow the lawn with my dad. We had to take tra- the trash. And he was like, I don't care if you grow up. Well, he was like, y'all live in this house. I got kids. Y'all going to help me with this housework. He yep. had to mow the lawn. Well, my daddy wouldn't let us cut the, he wouldn't let us mow the lawn because he had to ride a lawnmower and he just wouldn't let us do it. But we had to pick up the grass and we had to take the trash can to the, um, to the street. Oh, no. And that's why I, I don't take the, the trash out now. <laughs> I pushed that push bumper and my sister rode that lawn in the back. We, no, he wasn't oh. fucking around with his grass. He wasn't having that. <laughs> what you won't gonna do is cut his damn grass too short. <laughs> no, but I was when I rode on the lawnmower, he made me stop and put my sister on, and I had to use push mower because my lines weren't straight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bitch. Like, no, you didn't. You ought to push. I didn't use the push. <laughs> I use, and I had to put a little crank on it. Yes. And you get that little callus on the side of your finger from pulling that thing. Girl, stop playing. You told me how to um, trim hedges, all that shit. Like, I used to do all oh, yes. that <laughs> yeah, every May we had to put them damn flowers in that flower bed. Listen, okay, and my mama had us inside washing the floors, vacuuming, dusting. Yes, yes. Like, I'm a service household person. Like I know how to do parts, yes. but she's like, one thing my dad always says, like you walk past that trash can, I don't give a fuck who's we can take out the trash. You see that trash over floor, take that motherfucking trash take that out. Shit out. Exactly. Period. Exactly. And if you like, I'm walk into my house. And I know I was having a party, and this, and um, I was straightening up my kitchen, and this dude was like, oh, I got that. He saw the trash was overflowing. He, immediately, he just like, I got it. And I was like, see? Look at that. That's how it's supposed to be. So I was like, you see the trash? You see that trash right there? Pick that shit up and take it out. Right. Uh, it, it's just like, it's just, I, <laughs> it's sad. A lot of these dudes, they really think that it's okay to let these women just be out here on their own like this. And it's terrible. It's just terrible. Back to Miss Tammy, it's just like, girl, please don't make it a weak or strong thing. Right. Don't it's just it. your personal decision. This it's is what you chose to do. Decision. You don't have to justify it to anybody. You right. don't have to explain. You don't have to say anything at all. Just go back and live your life, girl. But to say it's right. weak, there's some 15-year-old girl who don't got a daddy, don't know no better thing. If she get a rich man that can pay all her bills right. in nice clothes and a nice house, this is a par for the course, and girl, it's not. It's not. Your man. It's, it's no. It's no template on how to how to have a relationship. It's not mm-hmm. a one size fits all type thing. So you can't say like, "Who am I to walk away?" He's a good man. He's not a good man because if he was a good man, he wouldn't have cheated on you, and it At wouldn't have been out in the not. open where your children can see it. Right, and they're tagging you on Instagram with pictures of him laid up in a dead girl. Like, stop, stop. 
You're not. Like, you just people, don't make sense. He could have hired an escort, and nobody would have known, girl. Like, for me, like, right. All these other niggas out here cheating. They got they got bitches signing NDA, MDA. What's it called? NDA. <laughs> they got they. Yeah, they're taking their IDs at the door. They're taking their phone at the door. Like, where's your people? Girl, like he really is out here free balling, low key. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe he don't have enough money to do it like that. I don't know. Maybe you gotta have like a certain amount in order to like really take care of your business. Because obviously, he doesn't have that. He needs a registration where he can write checks yeah. for three million dollars blindly and shit. Look, and not have an abortion. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Like I just don't get you, new niggas. I really, I just don't get. I do not. Y'all niggas is weird. That's what it is. Y'all just fucking weird. I mean, you get a little change, and you don't know how to act anymore. You just mm-hmm. stop it. Stop that shit right now. Mm-hmm. All of it, girl. It just was. I just read it, and I was like, girl, this is not weak or strong. And it just made me feel some type of way because I was like, once again, I feel like they're normalizing infidelity and that, you know, like, girl, if you don't have a degree or career and you've, you know, struck it big with a rich nigga, girl, just stop. Maybe that's what I'm tired of. I'm tired of watching these chicks with no real game plan for their future (laughs) with these niggas. And I mean that's a, that is their game plan, and I I get it, I get it. You want to be I a kept do. woman, I totally I get do. it. I one day strive to be like semi kept because I can't not to solely depend on somebody. But I get yeah. it. I I get your, I get that. That's what you're trying to do. But don't try to make other people feel bad, and don't have these women caught up on some bullshit because you decided to stay. That's your decision. Just explain why you decided to stay. Because you, mm-hmm. it was important to you to remain in this relationship. It's important to you to not have to go out here and work or whatever it is. It that's it's all on you. But don't put your insecurities on other people. And I get it, not wanting to break up the family because you got a man in the household. I to, I totally understand that. I Listen, do. I cancel that bitch so quick. I don't, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <But> don't, <laughs> don't really, don't want to do it alone, like. I've, I've, I, girl, I, I've, I've heard the reasoning and the logic, and I was like, girl, that just, I did it on my own. I made it. I landed on my feet. I wouldn't yeah. mean, I wouldn't. And you don't have to be alone. That, you, don't, you don't have to be alone, but niggas is like buses. They come every 10 minutes. You good? They really do. Like, there's a nigga getting filed for divorce right now, my nigga. Right. That could be yours right. in the next six months. Just wait. Right. That's all you got to do. Just, just go to Starbucks. That's all. Girl. <laughs> Walk in there, get you, you know what I mean? Get you your sea salted caramel latte and a nigga to go. That's, it's so easy. It literally, it's like picking up a bagel. Just do it. Pretty much. Pretty much. So. Hey y'all, Gooch here. And today's hashtag give black is brought to you by Safety Pinbox. Safety Pinbox is a monthly subscription box for white people striving to be allies in the fight for black liberation. Box memberships are a way to not only financially support black femme freedom fighters, but also complete measurable tasks in the fight against white supremacy. Created by two women of color, 
Marissa Janae Johnson, and Leslie Mack. Now, my personal favorite is the Revenge Box. They have other options too, but you got to do the Revenge Box. It's a small box sent to the person of your choosing stating that a donation to an important cause has been made in their name. So if you have a little nasty racist neighbor or supervisor, just send a little Revenge Box. It's for a good cause. I need y'all to go out here and flourish. Support these two ladies. Bye, y'all.